0: Today, I would like to talk a bit about myself. Who is B, and why does she think the mind is over the body? Welcome to the Mind Over Body Podcast. This is your host and certified hypnotherapist, B. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I would like to talk a bit about myself, Begüm or B. Who is B and why should you listen to all the things that I've been telling for the last few weeks? Well, my story starts all the way back from Turkey. After I graduated from college, I decided to come to Los Angeles to get my master's degree before I went back to Turkey and started looking for jobs. So I came here to get my master's in management and I attended a school in Los Angeles, which was a very cool time of my life, especially around those ages when you are very open, curious about exploring. After I completed my master's, because of my visa, I was granted to work in U.S. for about one, one year with my visa. So, of course, I wanted to take advantage of that and really experience, maybe be an intern in a company or whatever it may be before, again, I went back to Turkey. But um, for that visa, you have about three months to find a job. And if you can't find a job in that three months, you can't use that whole one year. So it was so hard for me because nobody wanted to hire someone who is going to be in their company for a short time, like one year. And um, I wasn't very experienced at the time. The only thing I had was strong education and my college was from Turkey, so it didn't really much for employers. I just took a job in a coffee shop and I started working there for a few months in which I met with my husband. We started having a relationship and following that, his family helped me to um, prolong my visa and my work terms. Anyhow, finally, when I got my green card, I realized that now I will have a lot more options because now I can legally work in US. Now I can legally stay in here for a longer time. I started looking for jobs in all kinds of companies, all kinds of positions, like in marketing. In a very short time, I realized that marketing is a very, very competitive area in Los Angeles. Like everyone is looking for jobs in marketing, and most of them are experienced, and I was very insecure in my English at the time, which I'm still insecure a bit. But at the time I was really barely starting to live in US. So I felt that all the other candidates are way beyond me because number one, they speak English fluently. Number two, they went to colleges from United States, which is known usually in compared to my college from Turkey. Many people don't even know where Turkey is, let alone the colleges from Turkey. So that kind of hurt my credibility in my eyes. I start looking for jobs and one year passed, no luck. Two years passed, no luck. And in that whole time, I was getting really desperate because my dream was finding a job in one of the great companies that Los Angeles has, doing what I love, marketing. This is truly what I thought. But the more I looked... The less I was able to find jobs and the less I was able to find jobs, the less confidence I was getting. And next thing, I was biting my nails because now I was worried about not getting any job interviews. And even the few job interviews that I got, I was so nervous going there. I realized that the whole time I was either biting my nails or trying to hide my nails because they were all bleeding all over and they didn't look nice at all. So I was super insecure about myself, about my hands, about my fingers. And I was in such a bad place. Like I never bit my nails in my whole entire life until that time of my life. And towards the end of the two years, I realized that something needs to change. Something is not right in here. I've been doing this for two years, applying, not hearing back, going to interviews, not hearing back. And clearly, I'm not doing something right. And it's costing me my health, my emotional and mental well-being. So I decided that I can start by stopping this nail biting, because if anything, it's making me feel worse in interviews. And I started, you know, using bitter nail polish. I started using different kinds of manicure. I was getting manicure more frequently because they say that when your hands look pretty, you don't want to mess them up, which clearly didn't work with me. I remember it was something like a new year resolution for me. And I was looking online and I find this school that was teaching self-hypnosis. And I had no idea about self-hypnosis. Barely I knew about hypnosis in the past. I decided to take chances and attend to this class because I had nothing to lose. And I went to this class. I learned how to do self-hypnosis I learned how it can be helpful for me to stop biting my nails and also improve my confidence. So it's win-win in any situation. But they told me that it requires consistency. So you need to practice it not only one or two times, you need to practice it every single day as long as you need and even on other issues. So this can be like a meditational practice that you can add to your daily life. And at first it seemed a bit crazy to do I realized that I had nothing to lose so the only thing I have to do is just practice 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 so I started practicing self-hypnosis every single day for my nail biting and the first few days I was like this doesn't feel like hypnosis at all I wonder if this is what everyone else feels The longer I practiced with it, the more I trusted in this process. After a week, or I don't remember exactly, but I think it was a week or 10 days, I realized that I was really feeling physical sensations that are similar to hypnosis, like tingling on my toes and like deep relaxation and calmness. And I was really able to imagine things better than daily life. And meanwhile, I was working on stopping biting my nails, being in a more calm and relaxed state during my interviews, and being more confident. And I started seeing very positive results in terms of confidence. But it was one of the harder things to measure, right? Because it's not like a tangible thing that we can see, we can measure. I was really focusing on nail biting. And I worked for about two months. And I realized that I wasn't picking my nails every time I got my manicure this time. And it was more and more in my control rather than finding myself unconsciously biting around my nails and making my hand look horrible. It was more so a conscious decision to stop myself to move forward with nail biting. I mean, how great is that? You can consciously become aware of your habits and naturally make the decision to stop rather than continuing. This was an amazing result and also amazing opening because it showed me that what else can I do in my life? Can I also improve my career? Can I also improve my confidence significantly? Can I change the way that I am, the, the way that my life goes on? For It's, it's been going on for a long time. And it really helps me in all areas of my life because soon I realized that I wasn't even into marketing. I didn't even know what marketers do, like what kind of day-to-day life they have. If they enjoy what they do, will I enjoy what they did? I had no idea about all those answers, but yet I was going to every interview. I was applying to every opening position. While I was practicing self-hypnosis, I became aware of that these were the decisions, these were the ideas and beliefs that my family, my friends, my country, and my culture implanted in my mind years and years ago. I was just trying to fulfill that all those years, not knowing that maybe I wasn't even going to be happy if I find a position in a great company, so quickly I became very thankful that I didn't find any of those jobs in in a good company because it was going to become a hard thing for me to let go. And maybe this was one of the bigger lessons that I needed to learn in my life. So after I went to that self-hypnosis class, I realized that the school that I attended was a college of hypnotherapy. Yes, there is something called the college of hypnotherapy, And it's a one-year program with an internship and everything. So it's a very intact program. So I started taking classes about how to hypnotize someone and most importantly, how to help someone with hypnosis. Because this is supposed to be a therapeutic process. So for one year, I attended the Hypnosis Motivation Institute which is one of the best schools about hypnosis because it's not like a two-week crash course that you just learn how to hypnotize someone. But unless you have other therapeutic skills, you're all on yourself and you may very well not be that helpful when you're working with a client. I attended the school for about a year. I also completed a six-month internship And um, I completed the school with honors and it was such an amazing experience overall. And I realized that this is such a powerful tool because before I attended the school, I used to think that hypnosis is for stopping smoking only or it's for weight loss only. I never knew that you can use hypnosis to have painless pregnancy. I never knew that you can use hypnosis to resolve your any painful memories I didn't know that you can use hypnosis for releasing any powerful emotions. I didn't know that you can use hypnosis for infertility. So it's just unlimited. And I realized this power when I was attending the school. And I realized that I can be really, really helpful to so many people. And that's what I did during the internship. I started helping anyone and everyone that was interested in hypnosis and hypnotherapy Quickly, I realized that this is something that is so powerful and I enjoy helping people. And I truly see myself, how I can relate to these people because I used to be someone who was biting my nails, who lacked confidence. So that's how I became a hypnotherapist and I've been doing it since then. This is one of the magical tools that we have to work with subconscious mind. But there are so many other magical tools. That's how I got into EFT. If you're not familiar with it, EFT stands for the emotional freedom technique and it's basically a form of tapping that uses similar principles as acupressure. By tapping the certain points in your face and some parts of your body, you basically change the energetic realignment of your body. Any energy that may have been stuck due to stressors, due to traumatic experiences, due to emotions, can release during the tapping. That's how you can realize that you're not having as much pain anymore. You may realize that you're not having the fear anymore. It may bring healing in many different forms. So EFT is one of the more powerful techniques, and now I'm also a breathwork facilitator, and I became interested in breath work because just think about it. Breath work is in the core of any self help modality. We use breath when we do meditation, mindfulness, hypnosis, when we do EFT, when we do yoga, whatever comes into your mind. Even when you work out, everyone focuses on breath because breath moves us moves the mind from the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and it facilitates the information exchange. And breath also helps you be aware of the moments physically, mentally, like being present in right now, rather than worrying about the future or being in the past. It allows you to be in the present. It's so simple that when I talk about this to some of my clients, they kind of think that it can't be that powerful, But after you practice it a few times, it's just so relaxing, so calming. It helps with so many things like anxiety. It helps with pain, migraines. It moves the energy in your body in a very effortless way. And the truth is, most of the times, we are really not breathing in a healthy way. And as adults, we are usually breathing from our chest, which signals that we are on the more tense or aroused state. So we are ready to take on whatever comes next, like with our jobs, with our works, with our with home, taking care of tasks, taking care of chores. That's the part that we operate. We can't be calm and anxious at the same time. So if you're operating out of arousal state, probably you're not going to be on the calm side. And you may wonder why you're constantly in chronic anxiety or chronic stress and you can't get out of it. It's because of that continuous stress that you're experiencing. So during breath work, we shift the attention from deep belly breathing to chest. We explore with different, different things. As you can see, I use different, different modalities to work with the subconscious mind. I realize that there are so many people who don't know much about hypnosis out there, and also who don't know the extents of hypnosis. Like, they don't know hypnosis can help with all these other things that I count just a few minutes ago. My goal with this podcast is to spread the information about hypnosis, how it can be helpful, and how it was actually helpful by bringing real-life experiences to you. So, You can realize that if this was possible to someone out there, that means it's possible to you. So it's time to get back to control of your life and your mind. As we come to the end of the first season, in next season, we are going to focus only and only on anxiety and how hypnosis can help with anxiety. So there will be a lot of real life examples, there is going to be guided journeys, and most importantly, I will explain how hypnosis can help with releasing anxiety and changing the way that you perceived anxiety for a long time. So tune into the next season. I'm very excited to meet you again just in a few weeks. Meanwhile, I would love to hear from you. So go ahead and email me at begyoub-hypnotize.com or visit my podcast website, www.mindoverbodypodcast.com. I would love to hear your feedback, questions, or anything, any success story that you may have had with hypnosis. So maybe we can share your story on this podcast too. It's great to have you here!